Hey there, folks. This is Tavin Allen, host of Comedy Above the Pub. This cat beat to you and me. The pub is fake. The guests are real virtual, but real. First of all, I'm joined by my producer. You know him. He's over in this square. Where's the this square? Who the f*** knows? Darcy Finder. You got to bleep that out, buddy. I'm sorry. Darcy Finder joins us. How are you? Hello, Todd. I'm great. Yes, good. Uh, we are joined all the way from sunny Los Angeles, Tinseltown, if you will, uh, writer, performer, comedian, has an album coming out, met her husband in a clown college. Come on. Ladies and gentlemen, Anna Maria Stoyich. How are you, Anna Maria? Hi. Thank you so much for having me. I'm great. I'm doing great. Thank you for being here. This is so fantastic. Um, please tell people about, first of all, about your, uh, your album recording that they need to know about. Let's hear about this. Uh, well, I'm recording my first ever album. So I'm super excited about that. Uh, it's called In My Head and it's, a combination of sketch, stand-up, and musical comedy. And I talk about a lot of different stuff, including such fun things as my queerness and mental health and also other things. Other and, things. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Miscellany! <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, where do people uh, see this? Oh, yes. <laughs> Sorry. I'm like, <laughs> my brain is fading. <laughs> Let me pretend I just started talking. That's fine. And and uh, I'm I'll be recording it at Comedy Bar August 27th and August 28th mm-hmm. at 7 p.m. You can buy tickets online or at the door. Nice. Uh, what do we talk about in this episode, Anna Maria? Um, we talk about your marriage. Yes. Yes. Uh, in the time of pestilence and and uh, viruses, um, we talk about streaming services a lot. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And cookies. And cookies. Game of Thrones. Mm-hmm. 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 And Ray Romano fucking a robot. Is there? We answer that question. Um, ladies and gentlemen, Anna Maria, first of all, thank you for being here. Thank you so much. My pleasure. All right. Um, get out of here. You've got a meeting. We're going to let these people listen to what we all talked about just now. Ladies and gentlemen, here's Anna Maria. Here's Dicey. Here's me. And here's the music that starts the whole damn thing. Love that. Well, let's stop this and start talking to you. How are you? Hey, I'm good. I'm good. How are you? I'm good. Who the fuck is that? That's my husband. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) That's my husband. (laughs) Did he hear me when I said that? Because he did a double take. He turned around. (laughs) So, how did. Okay, so the headphones don't work? What's going on? (laughs) Oh, I uh, connected to. uh, I have my speakers on. I'm listening to my audio. Okay. I connected to the oh, I mic. see. I see. Well, that's cool. Uh, yeah, that's why the audio sounds better. Okay. Hopefully. On I did. End. So, uh, did I know you were married? I don't think I did. I mean, I don't know who did. I mean, okay. It's a huge surprise for it's... most people, I feel like. <laughs> okay. Well, how long have you been married? Um... A year and a half. Okay, so I definitely wouldn't have known because I moved out of Toronto two and a half years ago. So yeah, <gasps> this was a pandemic wedding. It was. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so how was it? It was so sweet. I loved it. Uh, we did it on like our roof of uh, our apartment where we were living in okay. at the time. And our roommate uh, was the officiant. And he's actually officiated like a number of weddings. And he's actually really good at it. Sweet. And yeah, so that was really nice. And then my family like joined in over Zoom. So mm-hmm. that was like, <laughs> I don't know. I really liked it. It was kind of perfect. 
we're doing um a sort of like celebration when we uh because i'm coming back to toronto for a bit okay uh, we're in california right now right and uh, i'm coming back to we're coming back for to toronto for a bit and we're doing a kind of celebration for like our toronto friends and family right and so now i'm kind of finally experiencing like having to plan like this feels now like having to plan a wedding yes Yes. You know, it's just like a lot of work and I'm right. like, ah. Um, having been on the hook to uh, participate in the planning of two of them, I know the pain you're feeling. Yeah. It's a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Darcy's only planned one. And his was, well, yours was pretty easy, wasn't it, Darcy? Pretty, uh, pretty small. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, how many people were there in total? Well, legally, I had to have two witnesses, right? And my wife, right? Uh-huh. So the four of us. Okay. Yeah. And then, where did you have the reception? Uh, right after we went to a pub downtown, nice. mm-hmm. we had a party that you were at, right? Okay. We yes. had one party for Toronto folks, and we went back to Halifax. And, That's right. And uh, had dinner with my parents and my in-laws. Right. Are you in Halifax, Darcy? I don't think we met. Um, did we not meet? No, you're right. When you were on last, I was not on the record. That's right. Um, I'm from Halifax, but I'm in Toronto. Yes. Oh, okay. Cool. Cool. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Yeah. And I'm in Ottawa now, but you're in LA. Yes. We're very uh, um, international. Yes. Well, kind of. <laughs> no, it's true. It's true. It's, this is an international podcast. And by the way, I can tell you're in the US right now because your um, uh, Zoom signal is perfect. Oh, really? Yes. Oh, good. Yes. Wait, that changes if you're in the U.S.? Why would it be better? I think it's anyone other than in Canada. Like, I have had I've had people in the same city that have really grainy uh, feeds. You know, they skip and stuff like that. The best one, and Darcy will, t- will tell you this for sure, the best one we ever had was from a cell tower in Tasmania. Yeah. Tasmania. Oh, wow. Yeah. He was wow. standing by the t- by the cell tower and did it from his car. <laughs> and it was as clear as, well, the image I'm getting, which is, you know, going all of two feet to the router. So, yeah. That's amazing. Yes. Wow. So, can you, can you talk about the new husband? Are we allowed to talk about him? Of course. Yeah, okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, what are his medical conditions? No. Um... <laughs> Where where did you meet him? Is he in show business as well? What's the is he American? Is that a question? I guess fill me in. Fill me in. Yeah, he uh, he's American. He's Latino, and um, he uh, is also in show business. Mm-hmm. And he's a comedian. Beauty. I remember all of your questions because mm-hmm. you asked like three. So I'm like, okay, wait. What were all the questions? <laughs> right. Uh, how do we meet? How do we meet? Okay, we met in actually we met in a clown workshop. So nice. it's a clown performance workshop. Okay. Perfect. <laughs> and uh yeah, it was really fun. Like uh we first met and I kind of he doesn't really give off like a like a flirty vibe, I guess. Mm-hmm. He's very like not flirty, I would say. And so when we first met you know, I was kind of flirting with him, mm-hmm. but he didn't reciprocate. So then I was like, okay, we'll just be friends. So then right. we were friends and we would do like open mics together and stuff. Um, and then eventually like he asked me out to go dancing and I was like, and you know, it seemed kind of like more than friends. Right. And then that's when I realized, and like, it turns out he liked me the whole time, but he just has no, I don't know. He was just like very professional, I guess. Right. Maybe, oh, 
he said it's because we were in like at first he was like I don't want to be involved with anyone in the industry because mm-hmm. what if it doesn't work out? So I think he was like trying to like put up his like barriers right off the get. Right. So, yeah. yeah. The, um, are, are you comfortable saying his name so we can give him a shout out if, if people want to go see him do shows and stuff? Of course. Okay. Sam J. Montoya. Sam J. Montoya? Yeah. That is a fantastic name. Yeah. <laughs> Sam J. Montoya. Montoya is just such a great last name. It shows up in. It is. Yeah. It, it, it is like literally one of those last names where you see a lot of television and movie writers going, I need a Latina last name. Exactly. <laughs> Go with Montoya. Um, well, that's fantastic. I, I think that's wonderful that you, you two kind of met like that. Like in yeah. a, in all of all places, a clan. Now, is, is he a good comic? You can say. You can say. Yeah. Just, yes. I think he's hilarious. Is he, okay. But it, is he really? Like, is he? You can say. You can. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I said it quietly, though. Yes, yes. <laughs> and then just over the show. No, he's horrible. He's bad. Real bad there. Um, well, that's fantastic. So uh, uh, so is he native to California? Is he uh, Or where is he from yeah, originally? He grew up in Long Beach. Yeah. Okay. Wow. Mm-hmm. So what was it like moving down there? Like, you moved down there specifically for show business, and that's when you met him. So, like, like how did that, how did that transition go? Like, when did you move? Like uh, I moved during the pandemic. So did I. Okay. Uh, yeah. How I mean, like how soon in? Like pretty much when it started. Right. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> because it, it was kind of crazy. Like Sam and I, we started dating February twenty eighth, right, twenty twenty, mm-hmm. and then um, <laughs> we. Hopefully his mom doesn't listen to this because she doesn't know this. She let me but, check the subscriber list. Hang on, what's her name? <laughs> but we got engaged two weeks after knowing each other. <laughs> There's something to be said about the panic of a worldwide illness. <laughs> it really like gets your adrenaline going. Yes. And you kind of like notice the people around you yeah. more and yeah. How are you? I'm okay. I think I made it back to the apartment okay. Are the pineapples in the dishwasher? They are. Look, do you want to get married and shit? Yes. Let's do it. Well, so we got engaged like literally the day before the shit hit the fan, mm-hmm. sort of, so to speak. And okay. with with the pandemic. And and then the pandemic obviously complicated things for us. Sure. Um, but we didn't want to be apart. And yeah, it was just like, so I ended up coming down temporarily. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah. And then going back to Canada, so that was kind of – it was very difficult because I was traveling, like, height pandemic. Right. So things are very different now. It's a lot better. But at mm-hmm. the time, it was really, really intense and very scary. Right. Yeah. But it was worth it. Yeah. <laughs> we were just like, we got to do it for love. Yeah. <laughs> So I love this, that you were getting engaged at a time uh, just before the pandemic, uh, at a time when I think the last thing I did was the anniversary show at Betty's. That's awesome. Different things. I remember Betty's. (laughs) Yes. You performed there for sure. Um, Actually, no, the person who run it, ran it, ran it, ran it. I, I didn't I didn't really know them very well and so I would show up and then constantly get bumped and so I was Oof. like okay. <laughs> 
but I love the space. Okay. I thought the space was awesome. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yeah, I really like that space. If uh, if you were still in Toronto and if I was still in Toronto, actually, no, I wouldn't need to do this. I would just call Brian and, and give him hell for that. Thank you. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> yes. No one bumps Anna Maria. No one. Exactly. Right. Am in the house. You put her up. You put her up. Um, that whole, yeah, that whole time was just, like, I remember, um, I don't know if, um, have you guys, I'll throw it open to the room. Have you guys seen the morning show? We just finished that. No. Okay. So it's on, it's on Apple plus or Apple TV, whatever. So I have to get another service. Yes. I don't have Apple plus. Okay. Me neither. Yeah. I have Hulu, Amazon prime, Netflix and HBO. Okay. And like, we've tried to, we've talked and like I've tried to convince myself like, oh, I don't want this one. I want to switch it for this other one. It's right. so, like because this one has nothing I want anymore. Mm-hmm. But then for some reason, I just can't. I just right. feel committed to these right. streaming what, platforms. I don't know why. I Okay. So I'm exactly like you. And like I am constantly – I'm constantly doing that where I'm like, fuck, I got to get rid of Netflix. I got to get rid of Netflix. Exactly. Like, am I right? Exactly. And then I go like, you could drop it. And when shit comes back, you just go back. Like there's nothing stopping yeah. you. Right? Like, just yeah. stop the payment and then go, and then they're not going to go, no, no, you said no to us. Our feelings are hurt. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I have Netflix, Amazon, mm-hmm. and then guess what the third one is that I have. So, okay, wait, wait, wait. Netflix and Amazon, so this is one that you pay for? This is one I pay for. Netflix. Is it an obscure one? Netflix, Amazon. It's, what was it's it? not obscure, but it's not something you go, oh, yes, I have to have that. Netflix, Amazon. Stars? No. Oh, is it? Uh, hang on. It's the, it's the one that's it's like global. So you get like Food Network and all that. What do they call that one? Like that I want to say like trash TV or Snatch TV or something like that. It's so weird. <laughs> it just and this is me never getting a project on chorus. That's that's basically what that sounded like. Uh, I subscribe to Paramount Plus. Oh, oh shit! Oh, okay. That's not one that you hear very often, right? But no, well, because yeah. it's all just CBS shows. So someone, someone really likes his CSIs and his English <laughs> yeah. Premiership. I can watch NCIS from the beginning. Right. Oh my god! What what prompted that? And what keeps you there? I get hooked in a show called Evil. Okay, Evil. that was on Sci-Fi, maybe, or one of the the CTV. Uh, you know, genre, right? Specialty channels, uh huh. And they just had the first season, okay. And so, yeah, it was like uh, free, free for two weeks. I was like, oh, I'll just burn through it, and then sure, mm-hmm. like everything else, you forget about it. And now I'm being charged, yeah. So, because because my wife, she she just got a new phone, so I'm gonna have to see if she, if we can actually extend the Apple thing because she had she had got like a replacement phone from work, and because of that. They gave her free Apple TV. So that's how we, we've been watching that, Ooh. right? And then uh, Rogers, for whatever reason, this was even before they should have been going, we really fucked up. Here's something. Um, I think they just looked at my bill and went, this guy's going to leave in like a fucking minute. So we got to give him something. So they gave me Disney for six months for whatever, mm. for Disney Plus. So we start, we start watching The Bear. So if you like cooking, that's a fun little half hour of people screaming at each other. It's nice. Um, have you guys, in, uh, I, I would, I would steer you towards this one and it's completely okay. free. You get the odd commercial. It's not like AMC commercial heavy, but you get your full thing. Plus a little commercial Tubi. 
Tubi. Tubi. I did look up Tubi. Tubi or not Tubi. Yes, thank you. Yeah, there's <laughs> zero Shakespeare. You need to go to Canopy for that. And that all you need is a library card. Um, but yeah, uh, Tubi, a uh, friend of the show, actually, uh, Chris Siddiqui, uh, his show with Nigel Downer, uh, uh, Bit Players, is Bit now players. on there. Yeah, um, that's awesome. But like, my brother and his family are over, and our favorite movie growing up was UHF. Yeah. The the um, Weird Al Yankovic uh, movie. Okay. And that's on there. That's on there. What? Okay. Yeah. Done. The original Bill and Ted, the first one, on there. Like that's it's um, Swimming with Sharks, the very problematic movie with Kevin Spacey is on there. <laughs> it is great. Um, I have some fave shows that I've watched recently. Let's do it. Uh, Rap Shit. Uh, the pause. What is a, what the fuck is that? <laughs> Rap shit. Rap shit. Yeah. It's on um, HBO. Okay. It's the new Issa Rae show. I don't know this. Oh, is it Issa Rae or Issa Rae? Oh boy. I always kind of mess that up. Well, but. someone's about to get canceled, aren't they? <laughs> oh no. Well, that's amazing. That's really good. I really like. Um, uh, damn, what's it called? What is Made this? for Love on? I think Netflix. Um, and then on, uh, uh, okay. Two other ones. Sandman series just came out. Yes. You're a fan of okay. comic books. So, um, I have questions. Okay, go. Okay. <laughs> um, when it, so when it, when it first came out and people were coming out, there's a group of people out there who treat the Sandman project. Like I kind of treat the Punisher. Like I was always just mm-hmm. kind of looking for a good one and you never really got a good one. The series was good. Like, the TV series was, was pretty close. And then it got usurped by Blue Lives Matter people. And I was like, fuck you. It's like, no, mm. it's hard. Um, by the way, the reason that the Punisher exists is because the cops are shit. Yeah. Get those badges <laughs> off of you, you fuckheads. Um, and, and a friend of mine, um, uh, just after university was given, uh, he had the, the graphic novels of, did, were you a graphic novel Sandman yeah. person? Okay. Yeah. So that first, he had the first one he loaned me, and it was the serial convention. I think you know what I mean when I'm yeah. saying that, yep. which intrigued me a lot. Like I, I, I love that, and I love that reading, and I kind of forgotten about it. Yeah. And then I listened. I think the the creator of it was on Mark Maron's podcast, and I was, and I was, it kind of reinjected life into me. Having read the comic books, take me through this. How are how jazzed are you about it? What should I look for? Is it is it good even? Give me deets. Yeah, I quite like it. Um, I would say there's like an odd episode here or there that like the pacing feels a little bit off. And you're like, "Mm, I feel like they tried to cram too much information in this episode. Mm -hmm. Um, I feel like if anything, I can't remember how many episodes there are, but I feel like if anything, it could be a longer series so that they could take their time more with certain story beats. Right. Um, I... Reading the Sandman series as like a teenager, it was great and I loved it. But it was also I'm one of those people who's very like I'm I have a very what's it called very sensitive gag reflex. I'm very easy to gross out. Okay. Uh, and if there's too much violence, I just like can't handle it. It's not that I'm like a prude. Right. <laughs> is that right. a thing? No. A prude when it comes to violence? I don't know. People are always oh, like, violence is so Little cool. Miss Prissy doesn't like when someone has their intestines dragged out behind a car. Ooh. <laughs> I, I just can't handle it. I don't know no. if, if that makes me whatever. I just, so, I can't. I don't like intestines. I don't like that stuff. It's really gross. 
Um, and so the the comic book series I find is way more graphic mm-hmm. than the uh, TV show, and sure. that's something I like about the TV show is that it's not as graphic. Mm-hmm. Like I don't know, just I, I just I just can't handle it. I I want to like I want to barf when I see yeah. like really intense violence it's not like a turn-on for me i'm right. not like oh yeah give me some more of that those <laughs> gruesome punches and right. stabby stabs right. stab him some more i, I don't <laughs> like i don't want to meet the woman that is erotically turned on by that either <laughs> let's just put that out there because <laughs> you so, like <laughs> you know after three years it turns to snuff films like you know that like you know yeah. that right? yeah yeah but i don't know people like violence for the, i find society likes violence mm-hmm. for the most part even like um you know even superhero films are quite violent mm-hmm. um but you know i'm fine with that as long as it's not like graphic right you know what i mean like yeah, I just don't like seeing the details. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just don't like it. But anyway, um Now how are how are you with like like implied violence? Like say Jaws. I'm fine with that. Jaws for example, like the just the yeah. tension this build, you don't see the thing until the thing and then the I like that. Okay. That's good stuff. That I like tension. Tension's okay. good. That's fine. Tension yeah. good, gore bad. Gore bad. Ugh, gore bad. Gore bad. I couldn't even I Tried so I love Game of Thrones now. Sure. I watched the whole thing. I'm so excited for the uh, prequel series. Mm-hmm. I'm very excited for what that story is going to be. Is that the um, the Game of Footstools? What is that one called? What is <laughs> Game of Barstools? Game of Barstools. Uh, just <laughs> just, just everyone kind of just sitting there going, "So are we going to fight or what? Yeah, who's, exactly. Who's fucking the dragon? <laughs> who's fucking the dragon? Is that?" Um. <laughs> That isn't the uh, title, though, isn't it? It's a dragon something, right? No, yeah, it's dra- dragons a go go or title. something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> dragons a go go. But the because the first episode, I think the first and the last episode of each Game of Thrones, they really went out full on in the right. gore and the violence. And uh, unlucky for me, that was the pilot episode Mm -hmm. for game of thrones and so when i first watched it i was like this is not for me i cannot do this right but then when i would like i just watch it with like kind of blinders like i put my fingers in front of my eyes and then make a little tiny like opening so that i can like Mm kind of see when it's over um and that's kind of helped me because i love game of thrones now but i had to use my blinders definitely to get through it so my wife is similar to to that and that is a uh, it, like there were times in different shows when we would be watching something and like, let's, let's say this is the screen. Let's say we're, so I'm, I'm looking, you're the screen. You guys are the screen and you're doing something. Darcy, stab, stab Anna Maria in, in the head. If you could just like, swear, where is she in relation? She is down. Yeah. Yeah. Perfect. Okay. So you do that. Yeah. Perfect. 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 So this would be my wife in that. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Right? Is um, she looking at you to see? Yeah, she's looking at me across the couch going, relax, when is like, it? When is okay. it? Is it over? Yeah. Is it over? When's it over? Um, that said, so she made it through all of Game of Thrones. Mm. So that's no yeah. problem. I, that one did not engage me at all. I watched half an episode. And I'm like, ah, okay, fine. All right. It did. It, I don't know why. I played Dungeons & Dragons as a kid. It should have. It should have triggered something in me. I don't know why. So you watched half an episode? Half an episode, and I was like, ah, I'm done. I, I think don't. I can diagnose this. Okay. <laughs> as to why you didn't like it. <laughs> because part of the uh, of the grippingness of the storytelling in Game of Thrones 
is the payoff of things and the chess okay. moves of the maneuvering of all of the different characters. Okay. You'll kind of forget about a character and they'll be plotting something that whole time. Right. And the reason is, I haven't read the books, but apparently the books, there's uh like different sections are told from the perspective of a totally different character. Okay. So all of the side characters are so well fleshed out. Right. And they're like, while you, you're not even thinking of them and we're with one character, they're their whole lives are changing and progressing and they've decided to do something wild. And so if you've only watched half an episode, I would recommend trying to get through another one and maybe even like two or three, even though I hate it when people say that. Sure, sure, sure. Because I'm like, I generally, it's hard. You know what? It's like, this is the whole thing about taste and like preference and demographics. You Mm -hmm. know what I mean? Like, like some, like, so some like big TV shows will just put like, you know, Jennifer Aniston. Mm-hmm. And they're like banking on the fact that people will watch it and give it a chance because it's Jennifer Aniston. But if you don't care for Jennifer Aniston, if you don't like Jennifer Aniston, mm-hmm. then that's not going to work. And so it's the same thing if it's like, okay, the genre or whatever, this is like a crime show. Right. And people are like, oh, watch two or three episodes. But what if it's like, hey, I don't like crime shows, then it's not worth it for me. I don't mm-hmm. give a shit. I don't want to, you right. know? And I think that's fine too. I just, I, <laughs> I think a lot about like, because I tend to not like some shows that are content that a lot of people mm-hmm. like. And I have a lot of shame about it. And, like, I get very, like, upset. Why? <laughs> You're making a face. I don't know. Like what you like. I know. I know. So that's what I'm trying to embrace is, like. I, f- I fucking I like love Devo. Like. No one fucking likes <laughs> Devo. People look at my KMFDM shirt and go, that's just consonants. Like, yeah, it's a thing. You can like what you like, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's <laughs> that's been a huge – yeah, exactly what you said. That's mm-hmm. actually what I've been trying to focus on lately and just be like, hey, it's okay if I like this and it's okay if I don't like it. It doesn't mean I'm a bad person. <laughs> right. No, no, no. Like, like the, the, admittedly, I know this is a cultural black hole for me. It's a blind spot that I don't have, but – Part of the things we may be getting access to Crave soon, similarly through through another thing that we did. So if I get that, maybe I'll stream that and not do the thing I want to do, which is rewatch all of the Sopranos for the eighth time. Because I I do that. That I do. Um, I get um, I, I get you on the guard. I get you on the on – the, by the way, I, I was thinking about this. Jennifer Aniston, as you, as you mentioned her, she's in the morning show. And oh. holy fuck, she can act. You, oh, yeah. You I don't, I'm a huge Jennifer Aniston fan. You don't so, get it from friends. You kind of see it a little. You, you get to see her have fun in office space. But holy fuck, you you have to see this. If you're a Jennifer Aniston fan, I go, am, yeah. Right? Um, she is so great. And Steve Carell also has this master class of playing an absolute prick just – a horrible, but the whole thing, just, just so you know, if so long as we're, you know, doing, doing, um, trigger warnings and the like in terms of gore, this isn't gory at all or anything like that, oh, but yeah. it, de- it's all based on the Matt Lauer today show stuff. Like that's like down to the press the button dressing, dressing door, dressing room door yeah. closes. Like it's that. See, th- that has to do with like sexual assault stuff, right? Correct. Yeah. See, I, you know what? I remember. Seeing that advertised, and I was like, I just can't. I'm yeah. not really into watching anything about that stuff. It's just like, yeah, it's just not my. I just don't want to. Did you Did you see? Well, then you probably didn't see this one. Then the it was the movie that was about Fox News and Roger Ailes. 
No. Um, it is called. Oh, fuck. Just a second. By the way, I found rap shit, and it and it is. Um, I'm gonna get. I'm gonna go with you. I think it's Issa Rae. Yeah. I think it's Issa Rae. I gotta look it up because there's two S's. It's painful of me. Right. Um. Uh. Or. Uh, what was it? It was called Bombshell. 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 And that has um, uh, who all is in this? Charlize Theron, Nicole Kidman, uh, Kate McKinnon is in it. Malcolm the McDowell. Show or Bombshell. Bombshell. Oh, that's the movie. Yeah, that's the movie. That's the movie. When I watched that, it was great. Like, it was a really, really good movie, but it was about the sexual assault that Roger Ailes was was doing. Um, uh, do not rest in peace, you fucking piece of shit. Um, he's dead, right? We can say that? I have no idea. I think he's dead. I think Roger Ailes is dead, right? Uh, Roger Ailes was an American. T- yeah, fuck you, Roger Ailes. Um, you watched that movie? And I needed a bath afterwards. Like it, Ooh. it just you felt. La, 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 la. I felt gross about <laughs> yeah. the whole fucking thing. It was just so bad. Are you itching for a good story, laughter among friends, maybe even a mystery or two? Well, you're in luck. Fire Breathing Kittens is a standalone Dungeons and Dragons podcast. Each episode is a separate three-hour-long story, like a movie for your ears, so you can listen to these adventures in any order you like. So, join us on a real-play D&D quest as we solve mysteries, attempt comedic banter, and enjoy friendship. Fire Breathing Kittens podcast. Fantasy, action, mystery, friendship. Okay, so I found the how to pronounce Isa. Okay. Is it it Isa? (laughs) It's Isa. Isa. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was a pleasure knowing you all. I'm canceled next week. So <laughs> I, f- I fucked up a name. I apolo- I can only apologize. So. <laughs> um, but yeah, I don't know. I think um, it really depends on my mood, what show I want. I feel like watching. Mm-hmm. It, I feel like it's so, I don't know. And I think that's why like advertising plays such a huge part in like, TV shows and mm-hmm. stuff because I feel like they're really good at wearing you down. Yes. You know, like eventually <laughs> you're kind of just like, yeah, okay, I'll watch it. Yeah. It's an erosion. <laughs> Even if you were like, what? yes, it's an erosion. Like they just, they <laughs> yeah. keep going. The please, fine. It's like, okay, fine. I'll fucking watch Two and a Half Men. God damn it. <laughs> Fuck off. Um, what, uh, what are you watching these days, Darcy? Like I said, evil. Yes, evil, oh, yes. right? Season three that descended. Cool. Mm-hmm. It's a it's it's a goofy little like um, like Catholicism demonic mm-hmm. like it, supernatural. Three it centers around three people. Mm-hmm. Uh, one's a psychologist, one's a priest, and one's like a technologist. Sounds like a assessors. joke. <laughs> <laughs> yep, they're assessors for the Catholic Church. So okay. it's like, hey, so and so thinks they're possessed. Go check it out. So it's a little bit like, like X Files, but okay. around like demonic possession. Nice. So it's a little bit funny. Okay. It's, uh, yeah. All right. And Anna Maria, what are you watching? Right now, I'm watching um, uh, Made for Love. Made for Love. What it's, is what is this? It's a Netflix show. Who was the the mother? Uh, 
spoiler alert, in How I Met Your Mother. <laughs> okay. Um, and she is incredible and she's just like so inspiring me to there's a couple of actors that I think about often, like Viola Davis and now this lady, which I should learn her name okay. <laughs> because she's like becoming like someone that I look up to. Is um, it Kristen Milotti? Yes, Milotti. Yeah. Okay. So she is so, so, so good. And mm-hmm. I just like, I've seen a couple of things that she was in. She was in an episode of Black Mirror that I really liked her performance in. And obviously she was in that, uh, How I Met Your Mother. Mm-hmm. But like in this show, it's kind of how you said about like your sort of realization of Jennifer Aniston's right. talent. Mm-hmm. This is my realization of her talent. And it, it's also just so inspiring. I'm mm-hmm. like, man, like, it's she's so she's like a wild animal in right. the show and it's so beautiful to watch and i just love it so yeah. much so is this a is it a pun title is it m a i d no no she's not a cleaning woman she's not okay jesus christ <laughs> uh, i've got the premise here first of all as soon as i saw the the poster um things are obvious i i got to say darcy things are going very well for anna maria in um la because uh someone is swimming around in hbo max money yeah. yeah. Who? You. You. What? It's on, it's on HBO Max, this. Oh, yeah. yes. Oh, is that more expensive? <laughs> oh, you have to buy Crave up here to get that. So I'm hoping. Oh. I'm hoping. Oh, okay. I yes. love HBO Max. Okay. I'm so happy. So to, yeah. this is the premise, Darcy. You... I'm swimming in money? Oh, my yeah. God. That is so not true. <laughs> <laughs> Here's the premise. I mean... <laughs> Here's the premise. Um, after a woman escapes from a suffocating 10-year marriage to a tech billionaire, she discovers her husband had her fitted with a tracking device. The device, which he implanted in her brain, allows him to track her location, watch her live, and know her emotional data as she tries to regain her independence. Shit. It's so good. Yeah. I would highly recommend the entire first season. I just started the second season, so I, I don't know right. what it's going to be like yet, but... The first season was mm-hmm. really, really incredible. It has a ton of Ray Romano's in it for fuck's sake. Yeah. <laughs> Is he the husband? No, he... no, 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 no. Okay. No. Well, what's wrong with what's wrong with Ray Romano? He's a lot older than uh, Melody. Okay. Um, he plays her dad. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> that's well, that's fine. Like, no, 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 no. That's good. That. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I don't like it when they give comedians like roles of pricks. Um, yeah, he's not, I wouldn't say he's a prick. Okay. I would say, <laughs> honestly, I, I, I mean, can I spoil some stuff? I don't know how, how many spoil, it's not really a spoiler. Oh, go, I'm, I'm at the age right now where people give me spoilers and I go, yeah, yeah, I'll forget it. It's fine. <laughs> I don't think you'll forget this one. So oh. Ray Romano's character in it, uh, is dating a sex doll or as he calls it, a synthetic partner. And uh, is, is the name of the sex doll Fiffany? No, Fiffany okay. is actually one of the workers at the tech enterprises. Okay. The sex doll's name is Diane. Okay. No, they haven't got Diane listed on the on the on the page. I I wouldn't I wouldn't imagine they'd list her on IMDb. Okay. No, I was looking I was looking at I was looking at the Wikipedia page, which the regular listener will know is my source to know what the plots are for TV series and if I should listen to a particular hip hop artist. Oh, good. Yeah, that's good. how I do. I do all my researching on Wikipedia. But yeah, it's um it's super great. And um yeah, I've been noticing a lot of shows are based on books. Okay. 
And I forget why that is, but apparently it's something to do with, I remember hearing like a podcast about this, but it's something to do with IP and yes. the fact that the IP already exists and that makes it easier or something mm-hmm. like that. So part of me is like, maybe I should just write a book if yep. I want to make my own comedy Absolutely. show. I need to write a book. I, <laughs> I need to learn how to be a, an author mm-hmm. of words. <laughs> I have um, I have a few short stories kicking around because of contests and stuff. So I'm like, hmm, I wonder. Just throw that out into the world and see if anyone – because, hey, they did it with uh, Shawshank Redemption, and that's the best movie ever written. Yeah. They did it with – um, uh, fuck, what's it called? It's oh gosh, I forget what it's called. It was some sort of column in I think the New York Times where people would write in their sort of like love, unique love stories, oh. and they created that series out of it. Um, 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 mm, mm, um. You know what I'm talking about? I can't think of it. I know which one you mean too. But you know what I'm talking? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. So yeah, I mean like any sort of IP for sure. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, it's based off a book. Okay, and you can kind of tell because it's very, very like fleshed out right. and stuff and yeah i mean i don't know yeah maybe i should just write a book i tried to write a book during the pandemic and, and i was like very unsuccessful <laughs> <laughs> why what happened just because i sent it to like some of my friends to kind of like give me notes and right. they were like okay part of the point of a book is to have a lot of details and i was like right. oh okay <laughs> So it's like things like she was wearing a red scarf. Right. He was holding a blue bottle, (laughs) you know, but like those sorts of things. Whereas I'm just like, this happened and then this happened and it was awesome. (laughs) (laughs) So I think it's going to take me a while to write this book. (laughs) Well, then that sounds like more graphic novel. Yeah. I mean, I have been writing some like uh, comics with a friend of mine. Uh, Tyson Bonnerchuk. Okay. Uh, so he's the illustrator. And so we've been working on some comics together and I do like working on comics and maybe that is more my medium. It is more how I think, but I don't know. Mm, it's like it's one of those things where you romanticize it. You know, I'm definitely romanticizing authors of books. I'm like, Oh, wow. <laughs> right. Wow. So poetic and mm-hmm. ooh, I love it. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, if you actually meet an author, Oh, yeah. I'm yeah. sure it's very, very different. I'm yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Oh. Get get in the back of the line with everyone else. Yeah. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> I, I I say As I say that, I know, like, we've had a couple of authors on here, and I remember the best one that um, that I ever – the best interview we, we, we've had with an author on here. Not to say that all the other authors who have been here haven't been great. A couple of you, you know who you are. But the most of you were, were great. Um, when Ian Rankin came to town, I don't know how we got allowed to to speak to him. And you, do you know Ian Rankin? Um, I'm not sure. I might know his work. Detective uh, Detective Rebus. He does an entire series of novels. They're all set in Edinburgh, except for a couple that you know he kind of like. Uh, Rebus goes to London, like it's that sort of thing. But most of them are set in Scotland and, and Edinburgh specifically. And. He sat down with me. I went to his hotel and we just sat in the lobby and I just had the recorder going. And he started the interview by saying, uh, thanks for, for, for doing this, but I'll, I'll let you know a lot of writers, we, we, we don't like talking, you know, cause we write. <laughs> we, we just, we just talk. And I go, well, I guess I'll be doing the heavy lifting today. And, uh, I believe he is still talking to me right now. He is, he, I said, so how are you doing, Mr. Rankin? 
And then an hour and a half later, I went, well, thank you very much. And then I just stopped the recording and that was it. So that's amazing. Yeah. I'm okay. I'm okay. I'm okay with authors. I'm fine with them. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, well, you know, like you're okay. First of all, forget, forget even the novelist as a comic, you're a writer. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Like, for sure. Like you, that, in fact, that's the thing that I use to get out of the, you know, three martinis in someone coming over. So what do you do for a living? It's like, uh, I'm a, I'm a writer. Nothing you would have read. Writer, very mysterious writer. Yes. <laughs> oh, you do mysteries? Are you like Agamatha Christie? Are you that? I like that Poirot. His mustache. No. <laughs> um, we actually, speaking of mysteries and 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 this. Part of, uh, 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 part of one of the packages, I can't remember which one, probably Apple or something, or Disney maybe, uh, only murders in the buildings. Mm-hmm. In the building, I should say. Or only murders in the building. The, the Steve Martin, Martin Short Show with uh, Selena Gomez. Mm-hmm. And I remember her being on SNL talking about it. And I went, ah, okay, whatever. I'm never going to have this streaming service. Now we got it. It's great. Oh, really? It's so – well, fuck. It's Steve Martin and Martin Short. What the fuck isn't it going yeah. to be? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it's, it's like it's them reading the label of a Campbell's soup can. It's fucking great. It's going to be great. That's amazing. Right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's them reading the Two and a Half Men pilot. It's going to be great. It's. I don't know why I'm shitting on Two and a Half Men. Oh, I know why. Because it's a fucking horrible show. That's why. <laughs> By the way, Big Bang Theory, you're fucking next. You cloud, you cloud the comedy channel up here with content. Fucking Bell Media fires La 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 La, La, La Flam, whatever her name is there. Fuck. Just, I like that you're looking at a specific yeah, place. What, hey, what do you have? Yeah, yeah, let me tell you something. This lectern has been <laughs> fucking pissing me off. Holding my scripts. Holding my scripts. Is that right? Is that? I'm also trying not to blow out the microphone, so I'm just like you know using using my loudmouth voice and the acoustics of the room to get my point across. I don't. I'll, I'll warn you, Anna Maria. I don't. I don't really uh, um, uh, outburst much, but I, I, when I do, it's it's really at horrible targets. It's really just horrible. What horrible targets? Mm. Is that uh, an audio term? Oh, no, horrible. Okay, yeah, targets like, like the people that you're targeting. Oh, it's typically <laughs> not people. It's things most of the time. Oh, it's things. Okay. <laughs> Fuck off, toothbrush. I have been known to say. You should get that on a t-shirt. Yes. That's a good saying. Darcy's figure out our merch. Yeah, fuck you, fuck toothbrush. C A T P podcast. I really I don't like brushing my teeth still, like as an adult. I right? don't like mm. it. It's not Your teeth know. look great. Thank you. Thank you. Um it is I do kind of have to force myself to do it mm-hmm. like twice a day. I'll definitely do it once a day. Sure. Uh but Right before bed, mm-hmm. uh, most of the time I'm like, nah, I'm just going to pretend like <laughs> uh-huh. I don't have to do it now. <laughs> right. It's 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 the flossing for me that I go, is tonight the night? Sometimes, though, it's weird, though. Sometimes I'll get into a weird, like, mood. Yes. And I'm like, oh, man, brushing my teeth feels so good. And I'll do it for, like, five <laughs> minutes. And I'm like, oh, yeah, let's do this. <laughs> it's weird. Right. <laughs> I've never gotten that high. <laughs> it's a very unique kind of dental high mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Yes, it's uh, between between that and um, there is. What's what's your what's your uh, nighttime routine? Do you have one? Does do you guys have have yeah. anything you you kind of do? Yeah, um, I like to get into my pajamas yep. as soon as I can. Okay, <laughs> as soon as I'm like either not going out, I've decided I'm not going out, mm-hmm. which is very often, or I'm like back from whatever going out to something Mm -hmm. and then so i get in my pajamas yep and i get my blanket my really soft gray Mm -hmm. blanket and i lay down and i uh put on whatever show that we're watching Mm -hmm. and then often there's popcorn involved um or half a cbd gummy okay um only half though because i can't take more and you you wouldn't combine the popcorn and the cbd it seems to me that that's a match made in heaven right there Huh? That's oh yeah, yeah. They combine. They combine. Okay, yeah. that's what I'm thinking. Okay. Yeah. And um, and then mm, that's pretty much it. I okay. like a low key night. I like a low key kind of uh, unwinding. Oh, and I'll read a book. I like. To, I do like to read. A, I've started reading books. Mm-hmm. I really like reading books now. I uh, Darcy, what's yours? I'll have a cigarette and okay. I'll come in, feed the cat, go right. to bed. Okay. Darcy, you're a smoker. Yeah. Uh, yes. Um. Have I? I'm an ex, I'm ex smoker. Mm-hmm. Have you ever woken up? Uh. And first thing you do, I have done this, so this is why I'm curious. Have you ever woken up and first thing you do is you smoke a cigarette? No, I have to go outside. I don't smoke in the house. Right. So it's disgusting. Can't be the first thing. If you've ever done that, it's disgusting. I've done it, and it's disgusting. I just like wake <laughs> up in my bed and I smoke a cigarette, oh, and I'm like, I am, like. Off, I, I want to vomit. Like this is disgusting. Right, and, it, and here's the thing too: that very thing that you are describing is so romanticized in television and film. It is. It is yeah. what the right because usually it's done. Okay, it's usually but, but done by hard, like like fucking hard, charismatic people. Right, yeah. you know, like they 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 got a backstory. They're beaten down by life. Is that sort of thing, or they've just done it. It's one yeah. of those things, right? So they're either like just a miserable person or sometimes both miserable people fucking movies. I've seen it. It's done. So then they have the sex or they, they, they do whatever and then they reach over and they get the, it's, it's usually the soft pack, right? Mm-hmm. And they just slide the cigarette out and clicky click. And then they're in there with my favorite is the ashtray on the chest. That's a good one. <laughs> yeah. For you. Just there like is, that. and it often happens in motel rooms, like someone's mm-hmm. on the run from the law or yes. on the run from like mobsters. Right. There's nothing romantic at all about mm-hmm. it. Like your mouth just tastes awful because right. you haven't brushed your teeth yet. So it's mm-hmm. a mixture of like morning breath and cigarette breath. And you just swallow all of that and mm-hmm. it goes into you and you have that memory now mm-hmm. of tasting that. Right. <laughs> and I love, I love that there's never that, that secondary moment of like, should we be smoking in this motel room? And it's like, you know, and the other guy goes, there's blood on the comforter. It's fine. Like, oh my God, I've slept in some awful, awful motel rooms. Mm-hmm. I remember the last motel room I slept in, we had to put our jackets down and our towels down on the bed because we were like, this bed is, dis- I, right. I, we don't want to touch this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like definitely unsanitary. It feels gross. Yes. You know when a bed feels gross? That's yes. what it felt like. And I was, I was like, I am not a scientist, mm-hmm. but I know that this is unsanitary. Yes. Just yes. From like how it feels. Mm-hmm. Um, a, a friend, friend of mine, I think he, he was on the original podcast, I think once or twice. Brian Hope. I don't think he does. He, he does a you know, bit of comedy once in a while, but like for the most part, he's, mm-hmm. he's kind of out of the game. 
at the time he was doing it, he also worked for Marriott, right? So you would think that whenever we, whenever he, hey, guys, I got a show for us. It's like, here we go. We're staying in a Marriott. It's going to be great. No, it would always be to save us money. Just a motel that doesn't even have the sign lit. Like it, it was that. And like you walk in going, well, there's a hanger, a hanger, you know, and like wood paneling. And it's just like, I don't think they own a vacuum. I honestly don't. And, you know, there's teeth on the counter in the bathroom. Yeah, like yeah, it's just, yeah. okay. <laughs> no. Hey, free teeth. Free teeth. <laughs> free teeth. Put it under the pillow. Get a nice fiver in the morning from the tooth fairy. There's your breakfast. Road tips with Todd. I do like even the shittiest motels sometimes have um uh what's it called complimentary breakfast. Yes. I do like that. Mm-hmm. That's fun. Yeah. No matter how shitty the breakfast is, it uh-huh. tastes better because it's free. Yeah. Um there is one that was on the road in there was a, a road gig in Cranbrook, BC, where they I don't know. I, I guess it's it's kind of the road comics that they had out there. They just assume the comics wanted smoking rooms. By the way, they had smoking rooms. It's that, yeah. right? And yeah. uh, and you walk in and because I would always forget. I'm like, I go up and I go, oh, my God. And then I go back to, <laughs> to the, the office and go, um, can I get a non-smoking room? And they're like, you want a non-smoking room? Like, I'm the asshole. Like, yeah, I no, I don't. Yes, thank you. I'd rather thank you. It's so weird how certain things, like you said, have been romanticized in films. I'm sure mm-hmm. there's a bazillion more, you know, examples of this. I mean, love, like, is definitely romanticized. Certain sure. meat cutes are romanticized in very weird ways. Mm-hmm. But, like, cigarette smoking in particular, uh, like, being able to if you try to quit, If you try to quit, quit drinking, it's Sorry? amazing. If you try to quit drinking mm-hmm. yeah. alcohol. It's amazing how many things are geared around alcohol yes. that you don't think about mm-hmm. until you're you're not partaking. Yeah. Right? Oh, like yeah. The whole world runs on booze. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh yeah, 100%. And it's one of those like for instance like maybe weed commercials aren't allowed as much, but uh alcohol commercials are. Yeah. And it's like uh okay, well they're both like drugs, so yeah, yeah mm-hmm. it's it's crazy. D- Darcy, I don't I don't know if you know this, but the name of this podcast is comedy above the pub. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> See what what did we do? <laughs> We're enablers. <laughs> but um, oh, I I just want to say one example of the smoking because yes. smoking indoors, for instance. So I'm from former Yugoslavia, and right. we used to go back there summers a lot, and. I mean, the last time I was there, you could, which was in 2017, maybe 2018, mm-hmm. something like that. You could still smoke in cafes. Sure. You know, and it's, uh, it's not as fun no. as they make it out. Yes. It's quite suffocating mm-hmm. and you feel gross. And yeah, you're totally right, Darcy. Like alcoholism and, um, a substance abuse is so, so romanticized. And it's like, yeah. why though? This isn't, it makes you wonder, like, are there like ulterior motives or all, or, you know, in terms of like perpetuating the, um, sale of cigarettes and alcohol, mm-hmm. for instance? Um, or are these people just like such prudes that they've never gotten that wasted mm-hmm. <laughs> that like it's been a problem, you know? Right. <laughs> um, Big tobacco, big alcohol. I think those are your answers. 
Yeah, as, right? As That's as probably you, what it is. Yeah. As soon as you have big in front of it, you're yeah. It's a it's a commodity that uh has has no end of purchase. You know? It's freaking wild. That's crazy, you know? And I feel like you kind of don't realize how much everything that we're buying has been I don't know, everything around us has just been I don't even know how to say what I'm saying. But it, it what you said just made me think of you know the light bulb? Yeah. Uh-huh. Well, obviously. Well, the first light bulb, like one of the first light bulbs, it's like still it hasn't gone out yet. Right. Which is crazy. And the reason is that light bulbs originally were I don't know if you already knew this, but light bulbs were um would last forever. Mm-hmm. And so what they noticed was once they got all the light bulbs out on the market, everyone bought light bulbs and then they stopped buying light bulbs and light bulb sales went down because right. they already had their light bulbs. Mm-hmm. So then they started making light bulbs that broke quicker mm-hmm. and that were shittier. Yep. And I don't know. It's like, I mean, maybe my, the moral of my story is just everything we forget so easily that everything around us right. is ruled by capitalism mm-hmm. yeah. and is just like dictated by right. those rules. Right. We're not playing like we think we're playing our game, mm-hmm. but we're actually playing a game that's already written yes. for us. Yes. And yeah. You you know that the designer of the never ending light bulb got shot dead in a boardroom. Like you know that, right? It's no, like, I do not. Oh yeah. What? No, I, I don't know it. Like I, I haven't looked it up. But I'm ge- I'm guessing that happened. He oh, like yeah. came in. Oh, yeah, what yeah, are you yeah. doing to my product? We're making it so people buy stuff. But I don't want them to buy stuff. Mine's perfect. Blammo. Okay. And then any any other scientists want to chirp in? Or are we going to go with our model? Which is this. Anyone? Who's in? So. No, that's it's so true. It's so true. Anybody else have any bright ideas? <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Come on. I had to. I had to. <laughs> <laughs> big alcohol, big tobacco, and big baby powder. Big I watched baby. a documentary recently on Johnson & Johnson and how they've known that talcum powder, like baby powder, causes ovarian cancer <gasps> and have been you know, trying to find some kind of replacement and haven't been able to find something that you know, will make them as much money. So they just are you know, trying to bury it and say, oh, it's fine, it's fine. And uh, yeah. Horrible stuff. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm now at the stage where um, I'm I'm really getting tired of reading news reports about everything that can give you cancer because everything can give you cancer. Like this week, yeah. it was don't drink milk every day. What? Fuck. Why? What now? Yeah. So I don't know what to do. Like it's actually it scared me off the fridge. Like I opened up the other day. So, oh no, um, I can't. Well, Todd's a big mi- milk drinker. I enjoy a glass of milk. I do. I do. Not just a glass. <laughs> How much do you drink a day? Four pints. Four pints of milk. No. <laughs> yeah. My beer consumption is done, but my milk is through the fucking roof. I am just, I've moved from one liquid to the other. <laughs> yeah, it's weird. I feel like that is always changing in terms of what causes cancer and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I feel like probably everything causes cancer. Yes. Like haven't um, just our bodies just been decomposing at a much slower rate mm-hmm. because we, of all the preservatives yep. pre- preservatives i mean i'm sure that's not good for us sure. <laughs> nothing's really good for us unless it's i don't know i don't know just natural 
I guess. Um, you just grow it in your backyard. My my favorite thing is you wait for the five year news cycle of whether coffee is good for you or will kill you in your sleep. I never. Yes. We're we're currently in a it's good. So ride that. And then we're probably doing about a year and a half for it to go, don't do it. And then. <laughs> yeah, they just do fine and replacing those articles with wine to yes, you. Yes, exactly. Off yes. Use, right? Yes. Yeah. There should be the oh, website that you just go, yeah. will coffee kill you? And it just goes yes or no. And <laughs> what is what is uh, something that you enjoy eating that you know is bad for you? Eating or drinking? One of the two. Mm, pancakes. There you, why are they bad for you? There's flour. I don't know. Carbs, sugar. Oh, right. She's in L.A. She can't have a carb now. Huh? You're in L.A. You can't have a carb now. I can't have a single carb. No. (laughs) Um, I I just – I eat a lot of sugar. It's mainly the sugar but because I eat a lot of sugar and um, I just know that it's not good for me, I think. Mm -hmm. Because apparently – like sugar's not good for you from what I've heard. But I love sugar. Sure. And pancakes are one of my – just one of my guilty pleasures. Do, do you know, I hear pancakes is the new smoking. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> you roll them up as like a crepe, you know, like they're the hard end. to light. Yeah. Yes. Very hard. That's, especially the oh, syrup, man. you know, just puts it out. Uh, yeah, I get my sweet tooth from my dad. My dad has like all of his teeth are sweet. Mm-hmm. And he just, well, my, um, him and my mom got, um, what's it called? What, a box of chocolates. They got a box okay. of chocolates as a gift. Watching Forrest you know, Gump. I get it. Okay. <laughs> Both my parents are Forrest Gump. <laughs> <laughs> so a lot. So a lot of running, running in your family. Is that? Yes. Yeah. And um, they got a box of chocolates, and it was these really nice chocolates that you know they tasted it, and they're like, "This is incredible. I love it. They're very rare chocolates that you can't really get in Canada. Mm-hmm. They're called Seas Candy chocolates, and they're really good." And or maybe you can get it. But what is it called? Like, C's. C's. S E E. I think apostrophe S. C's candies. C's candies. S E E apostrophe S candies. Let's take a let's yeah. take a look at these. Oh They're dear. Oh dear really me. Good. Oh dear me. Here, hang on, guys. Let me show you this. This is Patreon content for the masses. This is nonsense. Look at this. <laughs> that is just yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. That's C's. Mm. Yeah. Oh, I've had this. They're very good. Yeah. <laughs> Dangerous. I just so, I just want to lie down in a tub of these. I know. Like, I know. They're incredible. Like, you know this one is the best one. That's your caramel. <laughs> yeah. That's your caramel. Actually, that one across from it, diagonal, this, go a bit up. Oh, this guy here? There, there, that, that one's, that one's going to be my favorite for sure. Why? What do you think's in that? Uh, I don't know. Just gooey caramel. Oh, my God. Holy fuck. Have you seen the price of this? Yeah. they're. Ex- that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Okay, They're two pounds. Really fancy and expensive. Two pounds of this. This is this is on Amazon in stock, thankfully. <laughs> w- right there. $166. <laughs> okay. How many are this two pounds? Really like good. that in that photo, that's how many pounds? Is that there must be two one? layers like because this is one pound. Ounces or something. This is this is one pound. Oh, that's one pound? Oh, you see, look at this. There's a price break. Okay. So there's it's 109 for one pound. You see the price break, you gotta go two pounds. Oh, you gotta go for the valiant. You gotta go for the Yeah, is there any uh, case of them? So this is really good context for, you know, they got this like fifty dollar chocolate or a hundred dollar chocolate, and 
my mom had maybe one piece. Okay. All right, this is... So, see, there you go. There you go. So, yeah. it's like 30 if, bucks. If you go directly to seizecandy.com or seize.com, you can buy right there twenty seven fifty. Twenty seven fifty. That might be American pricing, though. Right. Oh. So, that's still going to be like 40 bucks. Do you want a five-pound box? How much do you think a five-pound box is before I click on this? So just to give you a sense, the two-pound two two pound no, no. is 53. I'm going to say 109. A 250. You think it's 109, 250? Uh, I'm going to say 120. Okay. Here we go. 131. Oh, 131. Yeah, Look at this fucking nonsense. Two layers of that. Okay, wait, no. I think that they got one of these bigger ones. It wasn't the smaller one. Okay. It was one of the bigger ones. So it was like, to open the three pound one. Uh, Three pound? Looks like that. Even Two layers that of that. that. they got. Okay. So they got, it was a $100 chocolate. My dad, my mom ate one. My dad ate all of them in 10 minutes. Oh, my God. The rest of them. <laughs> like, the next time that they went to check on the chocolate, there was none. And I was like, Dad, what did you do? <laughs> and he's like, I don't know. Right. I don't know where they went. <laughs> I just love picturing the sugar high he's on where he's, like, painting the house and vomiting as he does it. <laughs> I know. <laughs> but so I definitely inherit, inherited my, like, lack of self-control when it comes to sweets from mm -hmm. him because – yeah, some sweets, if I see them, I just can't. I just can't help right. it. I just want them all. Mm -hmm. uh, I have uh, – Darcy, what's your sweet tooth? What's your uh, – what, what, what saves you? Like, what do I have right now? I have the mini Reese's peanut butter cups. Like oh, a little shit. Tiny I keep I them love, in the fridge. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I love Reese's peanut butter cups. God, you can eat fucking eight of those. They're just – and they show up in like yeah. – there's a mixed thing that you can get where the little ones show up. And you kind of forget that they're in there, and it's just like a handful of like little chocolate pieces, right? And then you have one, you go, "Well, fuck, what was that? Where did? How did I get that?" Yeah, what is that one? Is I it, don't know. It's not wrapped, right? But it's like there is a Reese's. You put your hand in a bag, yeah. and it comes out and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, peanut M and M's are never far uh, from from reach in this house, um, but in terms of cookies. And I will fight anyone on this. This is a hill I will gladly die on. Mm -hmm. um, there is no cookie better in the world than Tim Tams from Australia. Oh, which I've ones never are like that? Uh, the ori I'm original. Uh, I like okay. the dark one. Original dark Tim Tams. Chocolate Tam. is better. Original Tim Tams Tam. cookie. Yeah, it's like Tim Tams cookie. Well, let me show you what that looks like. Okay. Uh, <laughs> so he's a great. While you're pulling that up, I have a friend who he. I think he's maybe stopped his like collection, but mm -hmm. he collects chocolates and sweets and candies. Okay. And he has a whole closet full of <gasps> those. That's what you want. Arnott's Tim Tams. Wait, this isn't a cookie. Yeah, it's a cookie. <laughs> Hold on. That's Hold a on. cookie. This is a biscuit. Ah, come on. Yeah. Look at that no, right there. Tim, look from Amazon itself. Tim Tam cookie. Those cookies mm -hmm. right there. <laughs> But is that an Australian definition of cookie? Maybe. I don't know. They might call it biscuit. Look at this fucking guy. Look at this asshole eating him. Yeah. You know what? Uh, I don't like him what? anymore. <laughs> Wait, what's the challenge? His hair. What is the Tim Tam challenge? Hair. Where do you see this? It's the caption for the picture. It's Bring it caption. on. Bring it on. British. British penguin biscuit maker welcomes the Tim Tam challenge. Okay, let's see this. Um... I get paid to eat biscuits all day, he says, no. beaming down the camera. There's a, um, 
Mark Schomburg, the development chef and beloved uh, British biscuit maker McVitie's, is living his dream. So he gets to eat cookies. Uh, okay, let me see if I can find the word challenge on here. Let's just, just cut to the chase. Uh, there's three instances of challenge. One, um, if all goes well, cheaper Tim Tams could be flooding British supermarket shelves once Britain leaves the European Union. But Schomburg says he has no fear about any challenge from down under. Okay, so that... That's literally it. Well, that's fucking stupid. Okay. Whatever. But he gets paid to eat these. Well, yeah, like anyone who's cooking them. Yes, bits. All day long. Biscuits. <laughs> Honestly, this is what throws you off the cookie biscuit phenom. Really? Okay, cookies. Really? Cookies are circular in shape and they have some sort of like doughiness to mm-hmm. them. That's a cookie. Okay, what about shortbreads? Shortbreads. Shortbreads. Shortbread ginger snap. Still, ginger snap. Ginger snap. I mean, they're still kind of circular, right? Ginger snap cookies are circular. Uh, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Ginger snaps are. They can be. They are. They are typically round. Absolutely. So I agree. They're cooking. Now, this is where I'm going to trick you because shortbreads can come in circular form, oval, and oval. or stick form. What? They can from the same <laughs> goddamn company. Okay, well, then I would call that a biscuit. Yeah, That's no but, longer but what about the round ones? You're just leaving them out on the lurch. They're cookies. That's a cookie. I think they're the same dictate. thing. They're the same thing. What are you saying? It's like literally the cutter makes it a cookie or a biscuit? Yes. But then what yes. about a southern biscuit? See, no, 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 because the southern biscuits are round. Wait, what's a. Yeah, but that's a. That has. Isn't a bi- southern biscuit, isn't that savory? It might be. Not once you pour maple syrup all over it. <laughs> Okay, but that has a flakiness. That looks like a pastry. Okay. So that's not a cookie. It doesn't have that dough. But cookies are made by pastry chefs. How can you no? This can't yeah, be. Pa- pastry pastry um wait, what's it called? It's like more like flaky. Like a meal foil, like a like a I know what you're saying. So it's it's, it's more of a baked good, is what you're yes. saying. But so is a cookie is a baked good. You can have flaky cookies. You're you're doing a straw man argument. Oh right my now, god! <laughs> you know what? It was this kind of bullshit that got me thrown off Twitter. I am tired of this nonsense. Um, we have to talk about something before you leave. Yes. Because I'm I'm done with that. This cookie nonsense. I'm done with it. I am done with it. I'm done. I'm done with it. I'm done with you. I'm done with your happy life. I'm done with your videos where you say not ever that not everyone's into me or whatever the hell that fucking was. That like, by the way, that was great. Can I just tell you something? I love that joke. You know the one I'm talking about, right? Yeah. Thank you. It was interesting. I actually like. I was not expecting this, but I forgot that some people have like. Uh, I don't know what it's called. Oh, maybe just homophobia. Yeah, homophobia, <laughs> I was going to say. Yes, yes. What's it called when people hate When people hate people hangers? from the LGBTQ community, is that – it's not sausage. What's the word I'm looking for? What is the – yeah. <laughs> but yeah, there was some people who had this kind of like – but I think there's a specific term for it where they're afraid of their like partners being turned by a gay person. Maybe that just is homophobia, but oh, so is. I had some people responding like that and I was like, oh, wow, I was not expecting this. They were like, how could you do that? You're a horrible person. <laughs> so I was just like, okay, like, all right. <laughs> okay. So like, okay, this is something I've never understood about that argument. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, okay. Let's say your husband didn't know that you were bisexual. I assume mm-hmm. that might've come up before you said, let's get married. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I'm yeah, sure yeah. it did. 
right? None of my business that it did or not. I'm just saying it probably did, right? But even if you hadn't, even if you're sitting on that, you went, I do. I now pronounce you man and wife. You may kiss the bride. So paperwork's all done, the whole bit signed off. And you're going to like, you know, Applebee's or wherever you're having your reception or whatever. And I'm sure yours was great. And um, and then you go, hey, by the way, I'm bisexual, right? Yeah. You're still committed to the relationship. It doesn't null and vo- It's just, that's you. And he married you. Like if my wife came in and said, I got to tell you I'm bisexual. I went, cool. We're still married, right? Like that's. <laughs> yeah. Like okay, that's. First of all, why was our reception at Applebee's? Okay. I don't know. I was just, I didn't. <laughs> it was during the pandemic. That it was during the pandemic. I'm sure it was just like, you know, it was like a call and drop situation. Like where it's. <laughs> Your post made it Drive something. Only. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the wedding was drive through. The reception was drive through. <laughs> um, I think that. So I think that uh, that comes from a fear or um, like an assumption where people think that your sexuality is a choice or something. Yes. And so if something is a choice, then you can be talked into something. Right. <laughs> so right. Right. Just like worried that. Like, no. You can't be you can't be talked into something that you're not. But if you are, and you're suddenly seeing people who are free to make that to 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 make that not that decision about themselves because the, the, that decision's yeah. already been made. It's, it was pre done. It's that acceptance of themselves to be able to come out. Yeah. So there's okay. So there's two things. So one of the things is like the fear of dating a bisexual person, for instance, uh, which I've okay. heard from both sides, straight men and gay women. A lot of gay women won't in general don't like to date by women and i've just also noticed that from experience sure. may also be because they just didn't like my personality but i'm gonna go with that <laughs> in general when people general, are asking it's not me it's the, it's, the, me. it's the thing from the community you know those people <laughs> but uh but there is that fear of like yeah. and i and I, I remember speaking to um uh a lesbian woman mm-hmm. who was like she was actually really upset. It was it was nice that she opened up to me, but she was upset because her she's dating a bisexual woman, sure. and she's like, "I feel like I'll never be enough." And da da. And like that's not how I experience it at all as a bisexual person. I'm not like looking at my husband like, "Oh, I wish you had boobies." I still like boobies, mm-hmm. but I don't want my husband to be any other way than he is. Right? You know? Yeah. So like that that so that's one side, and then the other side is this fear of, and these are the comments I was getting. Was the uh, people were upset. <laughs> These like homophobic people were upset mm-hmm. because they like the joke I'm saying in that video is like, um, about trying to like convince gay guys to date me and straight women to date me. Right. And then there's a punchline that's hilarious, but you right. have to watch the video. So <laughs> not giving it away. <laughs> but, uh, so that premise, I think that. The people who responded, who commented were upset because they assume that sexuality is a choice. And if you follow that logic, then they think that I could actually convince someone mm-hmm. that they right. were a different sexuality, mm-hmm. which is so funny to me. And I never realized until we were talking about it right now right. what their logic is. Right. Because that's what they think. Right. And I could just be like, with some smooth talking, I right. could convince yeah. someone yeah. into a different sexuality. Well, okay, groomer. <laughs> Um, it's just like, it's so, yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty wild. uh Yeah. I don't know. 
Uh, yeah. I it's, mean, moral of the story, you can't. I've tried. Right. So if that's a consolation. <laughs> picture you standing in a bush with a net. Aha! <laughs> now I have you. I hope you like being gay because it's about to happen. <laughs> yeah, You're going to get gay cooties from me. But that's but that's a lot of where homophobia comes from. Yeah. Like, for instance, even think about like why people didn't want gay teachers in schools. Mm-hmm. They were like, oh, I don't want that influence on my kids. But like, that's just that's just so insane. it's not influence. It's fact. Yeah. Gay people exist. Right. Trans people exist. They're people. Right. Yeah. So what are they supposed to do? Like, there's a picture of, like, you know, you know, two women in a picture frame, and one of them's the teacher. Who's that? Oh, a friend of mine. You're pretty close to your friend. Sure am. Yeah. <laughs> Hazel's great. I don't know I why mean, she's Hazel. I mean, if, like, <clears throat> if you could actually influence by example, then all hetero, nor- hetero couples would have het children. Yes. And you wouldn't have queer kids having to leave home. Right. So like the logic just doesn't track if you actually like think about it for mm-hmm. more than a second. But I mean, that's the thing, like fear travels way faster than information. And I feel like that's true mm-hmm. in our bodies as well. Right. Not just from person to person. Like if you experience fear, it will overwhelm any logic right. and any information. But it, anyway, I, I, I had this conversation the other day with, um, uh, 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 friends of mine and this was calling back to <clears throat> another friend of mine that I used to work with and I hadn't seen in ages. This was like long before the pandemic. This is, this is even before the trans community was really front of mind. Like they were always part of the LGBTQ, like they were the mm-hmm. T uh, in, in that. And so they always sort of had that, that voice attributed to them, but it wasn't as specific back then. So it was just like, you know, whatever. And I hadn't seen this guy in years. And so we're like, Hey, you're downtown. You know, let's meet up for drinks. Let's do a thing. So I go and meet him. And uh, I say, how are you? And I can't, for the life of me, I cannot remember um, what combination of children he had. I know he had two. Mm-hmm. And at the time I said, so you, how are your, how are your two girls? He goes, well, my one girl is fine and my boy is also fine. Mm-hmm. And I went, your, your boy's trans. And he went, yes. And I went, Congratulations. Because mm. even at that point, I was like, you just saved yourself an awful lot of therapy. You saved yourself of like suicide watches just by having that level of acceptance. Yeah. And helping. And mm-hmm. that's all you can ask for from a fucking parent is just to, you know, love the kid. And um, I was having this conversation the other day. It was like, uh, how come there's so many trans people now? It's like there aren't more trans people. It's the same people just not fucking killing themselves or having addiction issues because they can't fit in and not do what they're doing. Right? Yeah, it's marginally safer yeah, to come out now. It is. Yeah. Like like we like ten years ago we didn't even have a vocabulary for what this is. And now it's 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 recognizable and I'm 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 happy to help. You know, yeah, the people are talking about it in more mainstream platforms. Correct. And yeah, for sure, mm-hmm. definitely. Um, oh, I'm I love I'm loving this conversation. I just I I have a meeting at three oh, thirty and I okay okay eaten right three thirty and you've time. got you've got jammies to get into. There's a popcorn thing. We got to get that. Tell us about the album recording. Tell us about the album recording. Yes. yes. Um, when? Where? What? Uh, 
So I'm recording my debut comedy album. It's called In My Head. Mm-hmm. Thank you for the quiet applause, Todd. <laughs> and, <laughs> oh, it, good, good, good. Thank yes. you, thank you. The audio uh, listener, and- that was me clapping. It wasn't any other sound. It was me clapping. That's what that was. <laughs> uh, and so I talk. It's like a mixture of stand-up sketch and uh, musical comedy and I talk about lots of stuff including mental health and being queer mm-hmm. and other fun stuff like that beautiful um and yeah I'm recording August 27th and 28th at comedy bar at 7 p.m mm-hmm. so make sure to um yeah come out yes. it'll be a fun time all Toronto people or anyone that wants to go into town by all means go down and do that let's wrap up the show then because you have that meeting we'll take the picture we'll quickly do the intro and then you're done Okay, we'll give it, we'll, we'll, you'll have like at least five minutes to spare, if not more. All right, that cool? Totally. Done. Mm-hmm. Uh, where do people find you online, Anna Maria? Um, if you just look me up, you'll find me. Um, I'm on all the socials. Uh, my TikTok is I am Stoich. Nice. Uh, Darcy, where do people find you? Wanting Darcy on Instagram. Cool. And that's it. Okay, fine. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, you follow this very podcast at CATP Podcast. That's right, folks. Cap P. Uh, you can follow me personally at HeyIt'sTVA on all the socials. Both of our accounts have uh, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and um, TikTok. Yes, we do. Um, as well, write them up. We're still trying to figure that out as well. Oh, by the way, I got to tell you, if you're going to TikTok, we're not CATP Podcast, as you would think. It's Comedy by the Pub because some asshole sitting on CATP Podcast. So go into TikTok and, and report him and say he's not he's not who he says he is. We're the one with the videos that people like. That's what we're doing. So block the other guy. Um, make sure you go to Patreon if you're sitting here going, what the hell's a Tim Tam look like? Well, let me tell you. Go to our Patreon, three bucks a month. You get full video and bonus content every single episode. And you get the video in advance. How fucking cool is that? All right. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, oh, by the way, for my dates, which are coming up thick and fast in the next little while, uh, especially if you're in the Ottawa region, I've got a few shows coming out where you can actually come and see me perform. You can go uh, for details at heyitstva.com slash calendar. Ladies and gentlemen, on behalf of Anna Maria, the no longer erstwhile Darcy, and myself, when you listen to Cat P, you're in for a good time. Jimmy and Bobby, you are always the podcats. Lately, lately, I find I rush. on my face And I must be stuck my feet already on And I must be lost my feet already on And I must be fast my feet already on And you'll soon be dust your deeds already Hello, my name's Tony, and I'm the host of God Chat with God and Tony. On this podcast, I chat to God, the creator of the universe. Each episode, God and I discuss important matters. In God Broth, God shares some of his cooking tips. We also find out what's in God's will when he finally dies, in God's will. You also get a chance to ask the Lord a question in AGA, or ask God anything. If I'm being honest... 
it's not very good, but it may make you smile. Oh, it's not that bad, Tony. Shut up, God. I'm talking now. It's my podcast. All right, Tony. Don't get your knickers in a twist. Anyway, if you're in the market for an awful podcast with me talking to God for 20 minutes each episode, then Google God Chat with God and Tony. Thanks, then.